Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, and I'm joined today by Agnes Drew. It's day 674 since we came back on the air. Agnes, any news? The normal power station has been having some issues lately. The batteries aren't charging the way they should be, so we've got a team of folks from Deerfield and Rockport checking it out. If you're planning to bring batteries, you might hold off for a day or two while we figure out what's wrong. That's bad news about the windmill, but I'm glad a team was able to come together so quickly. Yes, absolutely. There's Joshua, the electrician, checking on the wiring, as well as Jada, who's a mechanical engineer, and she's looking at the actual functionality of the gears. We also have Mac, who is checking the vanes. This windmill was originally just for decoration, so Matt's checking to see if any of the canvas needs to be replaced. Yeah, I remember when we moved it. I was very surprised to find that the veins were actually covered in canvas. Matt has been experimenting with trying to make new clothes. Not just sewing, but actually spinning thread and weaving it. He makes a trip down to the Wonderland Zoo every so often to see if their sheep in the petting zoo need cheering. That's very cool. That's definitely a skill we'll need if this goes on as long as I'm afraid it will. We're all so lucky that people in the various communities either had the skills we would need or were able to learn them. Well, it's like nature. Everybody adapts to fulfill their niche. There are plants and animals that take advantage of every opportunity in their ecosystem, which is why it's so disruptive to remove something or add something where it doesn't belong. Didn't you call the zombies an invasive species once upon a time? I did, and I stand by that statement. Although their classification as a species is a little suspect. A species is defined as a group of living organisms consisting of similar individuals capable of exchanging genes or interbreeding. The zombies not being alive nor breeding in any conventional manner might require us to come up with a new term for what they are in that regard, but they're definitely invasive. So, diversity helps the ecosystem? Absolutely. It's one of the most important parts of the life sciences. The phrase... Nature abhors a vacuum, which is attributed to Aristotle, was an early concept in physics that stated that any nearby matter would fill the void. It was later proven to be false by atomic theory, but I've always felt like the phrase was much better applied to biology. If there's an opening for survival with less competition, something will take advantage of it. And we have lots of diversity in our communities, which is making them stronger. We have diversity in skills and knowledge, But we also have diversity in experience and stories. I couldn't agree more. Having a different perspective on a problem can sometimes help in solving it. Being able to hear from someone who lived through something is better than just hearing about a similar problem. Don't tell Max, but this is why I don't give him an even harder time about some of his weirdness. I still think he's engaging in a dangerous activity bringing stuff like that on the air, but it's a risk versus reward situation, and things are pretty risky already. As long as we're both here to pull them back to reality, I think it's okay. Alaska is a much bigger problem. Shh. Max is out in the garden, but Alaska might be somewhere listening on a radio. I don't care if she is. She's a true believer in something that's total nonsense. And she's going to get someone killed if she hasn't already. But you sounded like you were coming to a point a moment ago. Yes, well, uh, I was just saying that nature, which is to say living things, benefits from diversity. And we, which is to say all of the survivors out there, benefit from diversity. 
that zombies don't have any diversity. They're all the same. I've never seen a zombie look or behave differently from any other zombie apart from the physical differences they had when they were alive. After they've been around for a while, they're all identical. I've noticed that as well, and that's why I'm convinced that they'll fail. We've already discovered many effective ways of dealing with them individually, so now all we have to do is discover some weakness we can exploit that will bring them down more quickly and easily and in greater numbers. They're not indestructible. They're not insurmountable. And despite what pop culture has taught us, I don't believe they're immortal either. And once we find that secret, we'll be able to apply it to all of them. Diversity is strength, and they don't have it. Well said, Dr. Clark. Okay, I think we should wrap this up and go check on how the team's doing with the windmill. Sounds good. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.